What's up, everybody? Welcome to the next episode of Dev and the Bear. Uh, today we're going to be talking about UFC 280. Um, that card is super stacked. It's about a week out, uh, so hopefully nothing goes poor with weigh-ins and all that stuff because that would be very upsetting. Uh, but let's go ahead and get into it. Um, one of the fights on the prelims that I'm really excited for is you're going to see Vulcan Ozdemir fight again, and he's going to be fighting Nikita Krylov. I feel like that's going to be a fun fight. Uh, but the headliner for the prelims is one of the, I think, were, no, I, I shouldn't say the, the more exciting fight, but I'm really excited for this fight in, in particular, is Bilal Muhammad and Sean Brady. So I'm a big fan of Sean Brady, and I'm a big fan of Bilal Muhammad. I know a lot of people think they're boring, but I, I like their style. They yeah. are cool people. I like what I, and now they're fighting each other. I think that's awesome. I've learned to respect Bilal Muhammad. Yeah. I'll admit that like wholeheartedly. <laughs> like I used to fucking hate when i would see his name on a card i'm like dude really man this fucking guy again like what's he gonna do hug somebody like was it the luke fight uh so that's where i learned the he yeah. uh, like i he earned my respect who the fuck am i to say that <laughs> yeah but like uh but like honestly like leading into that fight like seeing what he did to luke though was so impressive like like he uh him and luke have fought before in the past early in their ufc careers and luke knocked him out in a couple minutes in the first round and their careers kind of went different directions and then Bilal and him finally meet up again, and Bilal has just sharpened everything. We haven't seen him look this sharp ever, honestly. That, that was definitely his best performance. Yeah, like he's his hands look good. He was chasing down a striker, which is not very common. He was controlling Luke on the ground, which Vicente Luke has incredible jiu-jitsu. And um, it's crazy that that was Bilal's best performance because he was on his back foot the whole fight. Yeah, yeah. Other than when he was on the ground. Pressing forward also, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's... It's it was a it was a good fight though man so uh I with this fight though so you have Sean Brady undefeated fifteen and zero yeah beat Michael Chiesa Jake Jake Matthews Christian Aguilar Court McGee that one I, I was really I was really hyped up for that one because I did not think he was gonna beat Court McGee because I was like he's gonna he's gonna try to wrestle Court McGee down and Court McGee does really well against that mm -hmm. and he didn't he, it was a really good fight uh for Sean Sean Brady. Um, but his fight against Kiesa really impressed me. I was a big fan then, and I'm even, a, I'm an even bigger fan now because he was able to beat Michael Kiesa. I, I, I respect Michael Kiesa a lot. I think he is a fantastic fighter. So beating him to me is a really big deal. Right. Yeah. That's what, um, it is a big deal. I mean, cause Kiesa's name at the time, especially still had some weight to it, you know, and it still does a little bit. It's just, uh, when he suffered his loss of Vicente Luque kind of for, Who's yeah. gonna start breaking into that top five? He it kind of set him back. Then he fought Sean Brady and lost to Brady. But uh, also, but Brady isn't like, even though he hasn't been fighting, he's still very active. Uh, he's doing a lot of grappling tournaments. He actually beat Craig Jones in a grappling tournament. Yeah, um, beating Craig Jones in a grappling tournament is not easy. Not at all. Um, there were special rules that were applied. You could, they couldn't uh, do any locks below the waist. And uh, we know Craig Jones does not fuck around. If he gets an ankle, he's going home with it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was just, uh, but Sean Brady, man, I mean, he's, he's really, really good. But with this fight, though, I give the edge to Bilal, though. Um, yeah. yeah, I think the experience is a big factor in that. Uh, yeah. He's just done it so much longer than Sean Brady has. Uh, the wrestling, let's, you know, just for the sake of argument, say that their wrestling is going to cancel each other out and it stays on the feet. Bilal wins because he's had the time to sharpen his hands. Sean Brady hasn't. Yeah. Tom Brady has a lot of power, though. Yes, he does. So all he needs is that one hit. Um, so if they do end up in that wrestler versus wrestler brawl type kind of fight mm -hmm. that we've seen before, um, 
I think Bilal would be surprised when he gets hit. Yeah, uh, it's probably going to wake him up a little bit, but Bilal is definitely learning how to get himself out of the yeah. killer situations also, though. It's came with the, the experience, like you said. Um, or like uh, I, I agree with everything, honestly. I think when it comes down to it, Bilal just has the better hands. We haven't really seen Sean Brady let go. Um, he's known for his wrestling, and I feel like that's what's holding him back, though, to being up there with these um, with these other top guys, like, you know, uh, Hazmat and... Um, I don't know the grappler's name. He just, uh, yeah, you. And so you and uh, the guy who just beat Neil Magny, Shavmont. Oh, um, Shavkat Rachmanov. Yeah. Dude, yeah. he's so good. Yeah. And so it's like, um, I don't know, Sean Brady needs something to kind of uh, differentiate himself from those group of guys, you know? And um, I mean, he could come out there, just have some amazing Muay Thai and be like, holy shit. Like, okay, see, this is it. He's, you know, like, let's just say that. Or he just puts he has great hands. He finally is able to start to put to, put that together to kind of start to really say, okay, like Sean Brady is now more than just wrestler. He's a mixed martial artist, you know. A little hood rat from Philly. Yeah. I don't think he's gonna come out with really good Muay Thai, dude. But I could see him coming around with good boxing. <laughs> well, never you never know, man. I mean, um, look, look at TJ Dillashaw. He was known as a wrestler. He is incredible Muay Thai. I didn't say he's a hood rat from Philly. TJ yeah. Dillashaw was he was always a white boy. Yeah. Okay, you got a point, but <laughs> but uh, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, we I, with with Sean Brady as athletic as he is, I mean he's he is a freak of nature in his own right because of how hard he just grinds and how good he is at everything that he does. So, um, but it's gonna come down to who has the better hands, in my opinion. And I'm yeah going Bilal on this one. I think it's smart to go Bilal because he's going to fight smart. Um, I think the winner is gonna be whoever lands a takedown. Because yeah. I think from then on, they're going to have that edge over the other person. But yeah. I'm going to go Sean Brady in hopes that it stays on the feet. Because as much as I like their wrestling, if it cancels out, it makes for a much more fun fight yeah. for the fans. So I, I hope it stays on the feet. And then I'm going to go Sean Brady just because he's going to have more power with his shots. Also, uh, Bilal Muhammad's already in Abu Dhabi. Uh, oh, he is? Yeah, he's already in Abu Dhabi. He's uh, he's already training. He's training actually with Khabib and Islam and everything so he i i think he already has that advantage of being acclimated to his weather I feel like that's just the experience shining through he's like i know what i gotta do yeah i'm just gonna go ahead and do it get yeah. it over with and so that's something that's gonna be a big factor that we might talk about more leading into this episode also though is uh it's like 110 degrees at night over there yeah. uh we've seen last time we saw a big abu dhabi card it wasn't the mcgregor um the, not the mcgregor card but the um khabib card when he fought dustin Poirier everybody was fighting there and they were all gassed yeah. they were exhausted uh because it's just could be yeah except for for Khabib, who had been there for like a month just yeah. <laughs> getting ready for everything uh but i hopefully that uh some of these fighters have you know decided to do the smart thing and adjust to the weather acclimations over there so um it's yeah. hard leaving your gym to go do that uh yeah. like it's comfortable and it's safe it's smart to stay in your home hometown or wherever you train out of um because you know everything that you need is right there. And that's everything that's worked for you is right there. So when you start going somewhere else, just yeah. be ready because of the weather. It's kind of like a high risk mid reward. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like the best thing out of it is, you know, your cardio may not get messed with. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, the cardio might not be uh, messed with. And then you're stuck training in a hotel room for like a month. Yeah. You know, so it's a it's a really, really hard one. So on to the next one. Kaylee, Caitlin Chukagan. It's taking on um, your fan of her. Manon Furo, she's freaking awesome. Her Muay Thai is very good. 
Yeah. Um, so I think we're going to get a really good and hopefully like classic kickboxing, maybe even like a Muay Thai style fight here. Yeah. Um, I like Caitlin Chukagan. She's not winning this fight. So this uh, Faro, like I think I've seen her fight before. So she has she has gauges, right? She's blonde hair. Um, yeah, I don't think she has gauges. No, though. no, I don't think because so. there's. Um, I want to say I've seen her fight before though, but just the name's not ringing a bell. But she's trained over in Florida, aka with uh, Joanna Yonjacek. I don't think so. Okay. But I could be wrong. So I'll have to look into it. I'm think I'm pretty sure I know who you this is though. Her, I think are you thinking of the girl who got kicked out of a lot of gyms? Yeah. That's not That's her not her? Furo. Okay, no, then no, no, completely no, no. the wrong person. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. No, yeah. uh Furo's very respected, very respectful. Mm. She's not like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um But yeah, so I think that fight's gonna be very back and forth. I think if there's a finish, it's Furo, which I could be saying that wrong. It's I know it's French and I should know that. Shame on me. But um, anyway, I think Furo gets the finish if it's a finish. But if it goes to the to a decision, it could go either way, I think. Okay. Gotcha. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of my thoughts on that. But I don't really have much thoughts on it because I don't really know Furo very well. So She's real good. Yeah, I'll definitely be looking into it. I think it's her. like her third fight in the UFC and they're giving her Caitlin Chukagan she's she's really freaking good yeah that's a huge push it's a huge push and look at the kind of like uh like nobody's talking about her they're not trying to hype her up in the promos at all it's just they know she's good so it's like we're we're not going to slow you down Mm. we're just not going to hype you up right because the champions in all these divisions are very tough yeah but I think she's going to be the next big thing and and the women's division so something to look forward to, something to watch. Uh, next fight was going to be Benil Dariush taking on Matush Gamrat. I really like Benil as well. Um, I feel like he gets a bad rap because he doesn't fight very often. Yeah. And he's a wrestler, <clears throat> but he's very good. Um, and he's a really cool dude. I don't really understand the hate he gets. Yeah. But um, Gamrat is crushing it right now. So yeah. that fight, I think, makes a lot of sense. Because Benil doesn't fight very often, and Gamrod's he's been pretty active this last the last couple of years. Yes, yes. And he's beaten big names. He beat Neil Magny. He beat. Uh, I don't think he fought. I know he beat Jeremy Stevens. Stevens. Uh, he fought. He beat uh, Carlos Fajaya. I don't know. And know. he also beat Armin Petrogian in his last yeah. fight in a five round fight. Um, and so with this fight though, it is uh, from what I've kind of read a little bit about. It's a title eliminator. Also, like winner gets a title shot. So there's a lot riding on the line. But Neil Dariush kind of got skipped over for the title shot. Um, for Islam and Oliveira. So, uh, yeah, but Benil's been around for a while. It was crazy because we saw actually saw him at the Fury fights one time. And yeah. he's a lot bigger than he looks. Like, I, there's soldier. Yeah, I saw him. I was like, how the hell do you make 155, dude? Like, it's insane. But, uh, yeah, like, his style isn't exactly fan-friendly. But he's had some family with some very good, like, scraps. Like, him and his Drew Car close fight. Do you remember that fight? Yes. So yeah, they, they threw down yes. like right there in the middle. It was crazy, dude. And um, but uh, Benil does what he does. How he fights, how he does to win. You know, he knows what he his his goal is, and he does what he can to get to that goal. But Matush Gamrot, man, I mean that dude. He fought in KSW, right? Yes. He beat uh, Norman Park twice. Okay. Which is a big deal because Norman Park has very good striking, and mm-hmm. he beat him on the feet. Really? Yeah. Uh, that's how I know him. I, I don't know why I thought Neil Magny, but they're not even the same weight, weight division. But 
he beat Norman Park Norman Park twice, which uh, is a big Irish fighter in Ireland. Um, but his stand up is very good, and Gamrot was able to beat him on the feet and ended up knocking him out. Very good fight. Uh, I recommend it. Their second fight. <clears throat> I'm gonna go Benil. I don't. Um, I think Matouche takes it. I don't want. I don't mean that. Like, I think it's Benil. But I, I want to see Benil win though, just because like he he should be fighting the title right now. He's beaten more guys in the top five than um than Islam Makachev has, and yes. so He's you feel been like in that, the top five. yeah, you feel like it should warrant a title shot, like because it, it was unclear for a while, um on who gets the next shot, but uh they skipped over him, and then, I mean, wasn't this what I was saying for Leon Edwards months ago, and you said, but no one. Well, no one likes Leon Edwards or right, something. Right. I feel like it's the same situation. Yeah. No one really likes Benil Darius. Yeah. No one um, really likes him. He doesn't get talked about. He's not a yeah. draw, so he gets skipped over. But I, I, that's stupid. Yeah. I mean, it's dumb. Yes, but it's like I, <laughs> I like I don't agree with it at all. Like uh, Leon Edwards should have a title shot a very long time ago. But hey, you look, he got a title but, shot and he's champ now, yeah. so it worked out. But yeah, uh, I, think, I, do, I do agree. I think that is why Benil's been skipped over. So he should be fighting for it right now. They wanted him to take on Dustin Poirier, but apparently Poirier turned it down. Yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, I don't know how that fight would have went, but, well, I have an idea how that fight would have went. But I think Poirier takes it. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, but I don't know, man. Like, Batush is just on a strong rise right now. But uh, I would be happy to see uh, Benil just take it if he could, just to prove that, like, no, that's, that's that title shot's mine. You know, I'm here to stay. But, <clears throat> yeah, so uh, next fight is going to be Patorian taking on Sugar Sean O'Malley. And uh, I'm actually really excited for this fight. I think this fight, everyone keeps saying uh, Patorian is going to go out there and kill him. I don't think that at all. I think this is a tough fight for both these guys. Um, Sean O'Malley is, um, he is another level above some of the competition that he's fought. But just because he hasn't been tested yet doesn't mean he's bad at all. Um, I just think that he just knows how to pick his fights until he's making big money. You know, he's made that pretty clear. Um, people say the UFC is protecting him in this and that, which in this case, I feel like they almost tried to, but yeah. they really pushed for it. Dana White openly said that, um, that he, what's his name? That Sean Shelby, the matchmaker wanted this matchup and he's in, uh, Sean and Dana White had said, no dude, like Sean's 28. Like he's still got a lot of room to grow. And for me, it's like, I hear he's 28. It's like, no, like you need to be taking these kinds of fights, you know, mm-hmm. establish yourself now. So whenever you're champ or if you become champ, then you're making millions. Because Sean O'Malley is going to be one of... I think if he became champ, he would, he would be a millionaire-type champ. Oh, yeah. yeah I know? mean, he's living as if he's already a millionaire-type fighter. Yeah. So it's like you get to that point and you'll have earned it and it'll work out. Yeah. But what he's doing right now, maybe not so much. But I will say to the people who say like, oh, he hasn't been tested. He hasn't fought top guys. He, he hasn't. But for a guy as good as he is, when you get given people who aren't as good as you... What he does to them, that's exactly what you should be doing to them. Yeah. That's the kind of performance you, you should be having when you're that much better, when you are the the kind of talent that Sean O'Malley is. But <clears throat> so I, I don't really agree with the narrative that he hasn't fought top talent, so he shouldn't do well against Peter Yan. Yeah. He hasn't fought top talent, and that's why he stands like way above them when he fights them. Um, he's not going to be able to do that against Yan. But I hope that he knows that. Yeah, he may not. Do you feel? Do you feel like he's taking this fight serious? Um, I feel like part of his thing is to not take fights seriously. Yeah, I think that's just part of his thing. 
if that's going to work out for him, I don't know. But I, I, so no, I don't think he's taking the fight seriously. But I think it's more of a mentality and not so much of he doesn't respect Jan. I think it's more of like, if I take it too seriously, then I won't fight like me. So I need to just relax and stay relaxed because then I'll fight like me and that's what works. Yeah. And so, uh, but yeah, I mean, we've seen also though, Jan has fought guys about. Sean O'Malley's stature, and we see what he's done to him. His fight was, I mean, Corey Sandhagen's 5'11". Yeah. You know, pretty similar to reach Sean O'Malley. And, um, he whooped Jan, up on Corey. Yeah. It was it was a very tough fight for both those guys, but uh, Petorian was the obvious winner in that fight, you know. Um, I think there's a lot going on with that. But <clears throat> like, but with Sean O'Malley, he does a lot of things really well also that I feel like Petorian's going to have issues with. He keeps his range really well. He knows how to pick his shots on where – he knows how to pick the shots that he knows is going to hurt somebody really, really well too. You know, uh, when he fought, he any anybody's knocked out, he knows where to place that punch. You know, look what yeah. he did, Eddie, Eddie Wineland. He saw Eddie Wineland was stung. He stung him with a good right hand, and he threw another one, just kind of like, like very from below the hip type, threw it over, got him right in the chin, knocked him out cold. You know, we saw what he did, Julian Paeva. We saw what he did to uh, Jose Quinones. Thomas I mean, Almeida. Thomas Almeida, like you know, like you said. He's doing what he's done to these guys that people give him shit for fighting, but um, what he's doing to them is exactly what he should be doing. You know, um, it's it's like when Tom Brady, when he was with the Patriots, when they would beat teams that were like in their conference and they were bad teams, so yeah. they win by like twenty or thirty points, and everyone's like, "Yeah, but you're not." That doesn't mean anything because they're not they're not challenged in those games, and it's like, well, if you're not challenged and you're not scoring thirty to forty points a game, yeah then you're probably not that good. But because you are that good, you're scoring 30 to 40 points a game. Yeah. And that proves it because that's what you should be doing. Sean O'Malley's having an easy first round with a lot of these guys and then winning in the next, if not the first. Then that's how it should go. Uh, He doesn't have an easy fight with Jan, but I do think that there's an issue for Jan in that first round because Jan has the problem of not starting in the fight right he starts you know in the in the second or third round he starts fighting back but with this one he needs to be on the defensive and not get caught fighting on the outside because that's exactly what sean o'malley wants yeah and that's the thing too also though is um we talk about is like you know people bring up that pator is more of a five-round fighter type deal and uh which i agree that he is but if you go back and look at who he's fought, like pretty much from his last third round, three round fight was against Uriah Faber. What he and and I know it's apples to oranges comparing to Uriah and Sean O'Malley, you know. But you see what uh, Petorian was doing in these three round fights. He was like running through these guys. He was beating the shit out of them. It was just like he like his nickname's Mercy for a reason, you know. He was showing none of it, so he was a dog in there. Yeah, and he's gonna have to bring that dog to this fight. If he doesn't. And he cannot let the fight go to the ground. Yeah. If this fight's go, if this fight goes to the ground, Sean O'Malley by submission. Uh, even if it's Jan that takes it to the ground. Yeah. Uh, Sean O'Malley has good jujitsu. Yeah. We haven't seen it yet. People are like, just take him down. He won't know what to do. There's a reason why people haven't gotten him down. And when they get him down, like they don't, they can't keep him there. You know. Um, he trains with Tim Welch. Tim Welch is uh, always working on jujitsu. He has great jujitsu. And so to be under a mind like Tim Welch, uh, Sean O'Malley is in a slouch on the ground. Uh, far from it, in my opinion, you know? Yeah. So. Um, uh, I know his guard is very good. We've seen a little bit of that. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I think if Jan takes it to the ground, I think Jan gets stuck in that guard and gets submitted or beat up. 
Yeah, which also though, like we said, we saw whenever Jan got was taken down by Aljamain, and so we saw we um, we saw him get taken out right there. And Aljamain had his back for a majority of the second round, and it was like he was able to um, keep. I guess survive is the only way to put yeah. it, you know. And yeah, so I was I was really impressed that Aljo couldn't get the choke on yeah. Jan. Yeah, I was impressed by Jan in that. Yeah. to be clear. Yeah, so uh, it was like. Um, like so, I I know Pator does have defense, but it's more so like you can have your. It's more so like it's good that you can you know defend the choke and not get choked out. But getting back up is uh, I feel like is more impressive than being able to defend the choke. You know, in some yeah. some instances. Yeah. Um. Like I said, I don't think it needs to go to the ground if yeah. John wants to win. If it goes to the ground, even if he's the one that got the takedown, like get right back up because yeah. you don't need to be there. Yeah. Um. It, what what Jan's key to the victory is going to be wear wear O'Malley down, take his legs out so he can't put power in his shots. Yeah, because we don't really know how good uh, Sean O'Malley's gas tank is as well, though. Yeah, you know? well, we kind of do. Yeah, we kind of know it's not that great because you look at him against Moutinho. Yeah, and he started That's, fading yeah. in that fight, and all he did was fight in that fight because he couldn't put Moutinho away. So now imagine having to fight while also getting hit yeah also <laughs> no offense to Moutinho yeah but like all you know taking damage and while trying to put it out is exhausting yeah um, it's it's a lot especially against a guy like Pator who has an incredible gas tank he yeah. doesn't get tired he only knows one pace whenever he gets going you know um, more time. yeah they don't I mean dude I've heard stories about their sparring sessions over there I've heard it's intense um but yeah man so I don't know I think uh I think Sh- Sean O'Malley gets the upset though yeah, I think he wins by submission. Yeah, if I haven't made that a little clear already. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I, th- I think O'Malley gets the upset. I'll be more than happy if Bator wins, though. Me too. Um, I I would rather he win because yeah. I want Sean O'Malley humbled a little bit. I want him to start taking things seriously. Um, I mean, do what works for you. Like if that's it, like I said, if that's the mindset he has to have for things to work for him, fine. Yeah. But take life seriously. Yeah. He's. I don't know. Like the ever since he said the whole thing about not wanting to fight top guys because he doesn't need to, you do need to. It's your yeah. job. Yeah. You want to be the best, right? Then why are you fighting bums? Yeah. To pad if your you, record? Like what what does that do for you? If you want to pad your record, go to like the PFL or Bellator or make more money then, you know. Yeah. It, so it just doesn't make sense to do it in the UFC. Yeah. Uh UFC is the best of the best of the best. Sir. Yeah. With honors. <laughs> so um men, but men in black. Yes. Uh so on to the co main though, we got uh, Aljo Aljamain Sterling taking on uh, TJ Dillashaw. Cheat Day Pillashaw. Yeah, yeah. And so I don't think TJ Dillashaw really needs a title shot right now. No, but, I don't either. Uh, he had one fight back. And, yeah. I mean, sure he won, but you know, he didn't look as good as I'm sure he was hoping. Yeah, he he looked a little he looked a little out of it. A ring rust is real, you know. Within that's in that case. Uh, he took on Corey Sanhagen, and a lot of people feel like Corey Sanhagen actually won that fight. Yeah. Um, did you? Were you, I don't remember that fight very well, but did you, did you see that fight? Yeah, and I definitely understand why people thought Corey won that fight. I do think TJ won that fight, but it was really close. It, like I said, it's not what TJ wanted, and yeah. to to come back and then to have to to have to go and fight Aljo. I don't know because TJ's got great wrestling. We all know that, but. Yeah. 
I was just wrestling. It's not just his wrestling. It's his back takes. Yeah. How good he is at getting your back and staying there is freaking crazy. And that's the thing about these Ray Longo guys, man, is they don't care like how boring the fight is. They're there to win. They're there to yeah. prove a point. Uh, we've seen it with Marab in his most recent fight. Aljamain's done it against Petorian. Um, They don't care how boring their fight has to be. They're just no one thing. It's only win. you know, um, uh, TJ Dillashaw is also coming off of a um, ACL tear. He tore his ACL in that fight against yeah. Corey Sanhagen. Uh, so to have a, a to come off of a two year layoff, barely win a fight, get injured in that fight, and have an even longer layoff—not longer layoff, but you know—have yeah. a layoff again. I mean, it's it's the sure. odds are not stacking up well for TJ yeah. in this fight. I was watching a poll on MMA Digest, and like fifty one percent had it for uh, TJ. The other really, yeah. The other percentage was for. I mean, look, if he's on steroids, sure, man. Yeah, I think TJ could win. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I don't know, I don't I don't give the, I I give the edge to Aljamain. You know, uh, he's a younger, fresher fighter. He's pretty good in all aspects. I think he's a lot stronger than TJ, and um, I you know, I really feel like he, he when it comes down to brute strength, I give that edge to Aljamain. I give it to TJ, but. When was the last time we saw TJ not on steroids? Yeah. Other than the Sanhagen fight. Well, that's what's crazy about that. I don't think people have really talked about it too much is that they went back and they tested his sample against uh, Cody Garbrandt the second time. So he, fought, he, they, he fought for, he had EPO yeah. in a system right there. So and you so, look at him in those fights, his brute strength, oh, he would he would ragdoll yeah. Aljo. He wouldn't because of style. Right. But brute strength yeah if they just had like a grappling contest i yeah. think he'd be able to suplex i don't aljo. know i give i, I give that I give the advantage to aljo to ped to p to uh pillishaw yes to like to EP, the ceo oh, of epo i really think Aljamain just has when it comes down to he just has the I more think natural coming strength. out there i think he hears this and he says oh Devin, you must have forgot yeah I fucking wish juices dude, up. Honestly, he's like, dude. you must have forgot, man. Yeah. He just like goes out there. He beats the shit out of him. When I'm on just, the juice, yeah, I never lose. Yeah, I I would like to see him get back on the juice. I don't because I want I want him to have a legitimate run, <laughs> and I want people to. It's it's not... it's just the same thing I feel about John Jones though. It's like there's an ostrich by that name now. No matter how, no matter what TJ does now, it's not going to matter anymore. You know, same with I mean Anderson. If, yeah, Anderson. Same thing. Yeah, people still call him the greatest of all time, but it's like. How long was he on some shit? You know, if, if he's the greatest of all time, then John Jones is also the greatest of all time. Yeah, because I mean, it's arguable to give it steroids to, too. You know, among other things. Yeah, and Cocaine, was still winning strippers without even really getting a good night's sleep. Yeah, to just just go. Yeah. You know, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I think when it comes down to the speed, though, I give the speed advantage to um, to TJ. I give the um, I give the striking advantage to TJ. But uh, wrestling, it's hard. Grappling, it's hard to give. It's it's kind of evenly matched. Um, TJ is not easy to get down, and that's where Aljamain's gonna have to win the fight. You know, I um, think on the feet, TJ wins, and on the ground, yeah, Aljo's flow is just so much better on the ground. His weight placement, he just yeah, knows everything. He's, yeah. He is he is much more graceful on the ground than TJ is. Uh, so I think if it goes to the ground, Aljo's probably gonna win it. Yeah, um, I don't, I'm, I don't I, know about by submission. If he does, it's a rear naked choke. That's for sure. Yeah. Having a strong guy like that on your back. I mean, there's only so long. Oh, well, Jesus Christ. Never mind. I'm not going to finish that sentence. But uh, yeah, Bro, man. It's cool, I swear. Yeah. It's not. It, never mind. Um, what's it called? I'm going to move on now. To the main event. The main event. Yeah. Like Dude. this whole freaking f- time. We've been talking about like top five fighters for yeah. a while now. 
or at least big names and we haven't even gotten to the main event but now we have yeah i mean like it, it, like honestly like i could have skipped over all these other fights and just talked about the main event for the next like 30 fucking minutes yeah dude because i am hyped for this we got charles do charles do bronx Oliveira. why do i have to fuck up a name every time i try to hype some shit up <laughs> every time um taking on islam makachev oh did you get that one right yeah because he doesn't have a fucking nickname so it doesn't fuck me up so uh yeah dude this is fucking exciting um, yeah we're getting we're finally getting the Oliveira versus khabib um it just happens to be khabib 2.0 yeah uh a khabib if he could strike yeah and so I, yeah i i'll just be blunt and like just put it out there right off the bat i don't see anywhere islam wins this fight i feel like that's a good point to make though uh, brute strength only does so yeah. much for you. You know, you put um, it, you get, you clench up with him. All Oliver is hard to get down. You clench up with him. Yeah, he's got great Muay Thai. We've seen it now. You can't question it. He's yeah. he's done it and he's proven it several times now. He has great Muay Thai. He is a great striker now. Don't know when it happened, but it happened and out of nowhere. Yeah. So I don't think Makashev's going to win this if he clenches up. If he stays at a distance, I he doesn't win that either. Um, if it goes to the ground, it gets a little bit more interesting, but I think Oliveira is built for being on the ground. He is so comfortable on the ground that no one wants to fight him on the ground. Justin Gagey is a wrestler. He's a fantastic wrestler. We all know that he was afraid to go into Oliveira's guard. That's where a wrestler wants to be is on top of you in your guard. And he didn't want to go there. Yeah. What does that say? Like why? I don't, I don't see islam winning this fight but i i don't want to make it sound like charles Oliveira is going to go out there and not even break a sweat yeah no, it's, it's going to be a tough fight but benil was passed up and it it's stupid yeah and i think over, we are gonna see that over a guy that i mean it's a hard one because like you look at khabib's situation when he got to the title kind of the same exact thing um he beat michael johnson and got a title shot now that's like Michael Johnson was still kind of like a good name back then when back in like 2016, whenever all that was going on. But um, yeah, it's like you know actually he I mean could be beat Charles not Charles fucking I ally Quinta for the yeah, title for the you time. know and it's like how and then but I mean he kinda also weird went on, circumstances though very weird yeah how many times did he defended the title three times right and yeah. then that's the most anybody's Connor, ever yeah Dustin, Dustin and Justin Gagey. yeah. So, uh, but yeah, like with, with, uh, Islam though, is I feel like Islam is more strength than technique. Um, and I feel like sometimes that's an issue we've never, I mean, Islam doesn't really slow down either though. Um, yeah. we haven't seen him slow down, but what comes down to Charles Oliveira is just like, he knows one pace and let's just go, you know, uh, he's no longer just that guy that just kind of just looks for his spot his spots just to jump on your back and sprawl around and crawl over you while you're just trying to get him off of you like a spider and then yeah. he chokes you out like charles he's like that for so long yeah and he's completely changed his game like people bring up oh well uh, charles Oliveira has been stopped you know eight times when he was like 20 yeah like he's almost 30 he's yeah, let's say he's he is 30 now right yeah almost 30 like uh or he's probably like is 30 i don't know man either way like the, the guy that uh, islam i mean that islam is taking on is not the charles Oliveira that they're trying to make him out to be charles Oliveira is an absolute fucking unit right now like he's running game on everybody 32 if, what's that 32 yeah. yeah so like he's running game on everybody dude like he's got hands he's got the jujitsu um 
I mean, he's he's somebody you don't want to fuck with, honestly. Like when that's he, just how I see it. When he's gotten cracked, like he he doesn't just sit there and take the yeah. shots. He, I don't know how he manages to avoid so many hits after he gets rocked real bad. But he yeah. falls to that ground, and he's so smooth with the head movement after that. And I know that's a weird thing to say, but if yeah. you watch it, like he's not just rocked and out of it. Like he's yeah. he's, he's moving so that he's not getting hit. He's, and he he's knows baiting. if I'm yeah. if I'm doing it on the ground, then eventually they're gonna come down and try to grapple with me and get a dominant position so they can finish me and it's not going to happen. Yeah, he's he's definitely baiting whenever he's doing that. He's just a master of that, you know. So, um it's just he's really really good at pulling people in. Some people have finally kind of learned what it, why he does it, but still though, like when it comes down to it like like Charles is really really good at just playing the long game or just playing into someone else's game plan to where they slip up, he capitalizes on that, then it's just his game from there, you know, yeah. it's his night. We saw him do it against Dustin. Uh, Dustin kind of went out there, like finished, like did all he could in the first round. Couldn't have been out there. Then it became Charles Oliveira's fight. After that, did he grab the glove? Yeah, I feel like he grabbed the glove a little it bit. It was a bit of cheating. Yeah, a little bit, but uh, Dustin did too. So it's all good. Yeah. Uh, fair play. Um, but it's uh, I don't know, man. What it comes down to is like people really start putting respect in Charles Oliveira's name, and I hope he wins. That's I do. Cheap. I feel like they're just. The, the, the fight can go either way, though. I feel like if there's anybody that could beat Charles right now, it's Islam. If there's anybody that can beat Islam right now, it's Charles, you know? Um, it's a very even fight for both these guys. Um, yeah, that's all I got to say. Charlie Olives. Yeah, Charlie Olives. I hope he wins because I have the perfect gift to post on our – or GIF to post on our Instagram. Graphics. So, yeah. is good. Yeah. Not graphics. Yeah. So I have the perfect one to post after he wins. So – yeah, man. Um, I'm excited for this card. I have to work this day, but I'm probably Same. gonna pay. I'm probably gonna pay somebody to work for me, like half half of what I make that day, so I can be like, hey, uh, we're calling it even. But uh, yeah, man. Also, this uh, fight card does start early, so make sure that you're tuning in. You know, you got nothing going on. Plan ahead because we definitely are trying to, so we don't miss this card. Yeah, that's UFC 280. Uh, let us know your thoughts. Let us know your predictions. Uh, if you want to follow us on Instagram at Devin the Bear, give us your thoughts there. Thank you very much.